are never truly lost. Well, okay, sure. Maybe we get turned around for a few days in the woods. Where life just feels like it's getting the best of us. And everything's going wrong. And I'm Mike Martin. And I've stood right where you're standing. Lost. Beaten down. Like nothing's ever going to change. And that's why I built this camp. And that's why I'm inviting you to join me and all the members of this wild community. Because you know what, friend? It does get better. So come along with me into the wild and let me show you this awesome, unique skill set that lays with inside of you. With help from the land, we're going to unlock the steward that's inside each and every one of us that will lead the way out of the darkness and into healing. Here at the Camp of Healing on Project Mindfully Outdoors. never truly lost well okay sure maybe we get turned around for a few days in the woods where life just feels like it's getting the best of us and everything's going wrong and I'm Mike Martin and I've stood right where you're standing lost beaten down like nothing's ever gonna change and that's why I built this camp and that's why I'm inviting you to join me and all the members of this wild community. Because you know what, friend? It does get better. So come along with me into the wild and let me show you this awesome, unique skill set that lays with inside of you. With help from the land, we're gonna unlock the steward that's inside each and every one of us that will lead the way out of the darkness and into healing. Here at the Camp of Healing, on Project Mindfully Outdoors. As I personally have come to discover and really deeply understand, some of the most authentic missions in life are born in the face of unexpected events, which is why I value my relationship with today's sponsor, MyMedic.com. I'm very proud to share with you the special offer that we put together with the folks over at MyMedic, because right now, when you use the promo code PROJECTOUTDOORS15, will save 15% site-wide on their entire selection of life-saving products. 
You know, the weather is finally starting to get warm, which means we have, it's time to hit the field, camping, hiking, fishing, and just outright chasing the adventure, right? As you're gearing up and you're getting ready, don't overlook the most important staple of any trip, first aid and preparation. Having the ability to provide first aid and care in the field saves lives. And MyMedic.com is founded on that exact principle. Because, you see, there was a tragic event that ended up costing someone's life while waiting for emergency assistance after an accident. And the survivors found themselves powerless in that moment, unable to do anything to save a life because they were unprepared. So then, after that event, they got together and formed MyMedic.com in order to put the power back in not only their hands, but your hands. And should a, an emergency situation arise, and you know, I always keep my medic sidekick pack close at hand just for that same peace of mind. And right now, you can do the same. Put the power in your hand and give yourself that peace of mind by visiting MyMedic.com or hitting the, sh the link in the show notes and using promo code PROJECTOUTDOORS15 today. That's MyMedic.com, promo code PROJECTOUTDOORS15 and be ready should that situation ever arise for you. All right, Bill. So as we settle in for this campfire session, I got a feeling that, you know, the campfire is probably a place that you enjoy, or at least being on the road. Well, I don't have a campfire going, but I'm in a campground. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the, the digital sense of it. Yeah. No, well, I, uh, you know, yeah, no, I live in an RV full time. So, um, Outdoors is good and beautiful world. Yeah. And the digital end of it is amazing. See, that that's where like the two sides of the fence really are intriguing to me because, you know, in the normal walks of life, I love being away from people out in the out, out in the wild. And, you know, that's where I find my inspiration. But yet the digital aspect of being able to connect this way has really helped me personally along my journey to be able to battle some of the obstacles that I've had kind of hinder me throughout the course of my journey. Mm -hmm. Well, we all have life lessons. There's 38 different life lesson paths and I've very few people that are aware of that. And that means that everybody's living with a blindfold on making decisions based upon who they aren't. Now, see, that brings like a interesting reflection looking in the rear view mirror because I've done that for so long. And, you know, to think about when I actually had to look in the rear view mirror and realize that the course that I was taking wasn't 
truly meant for me was probably one of the hardest things to digest. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you go through life growing up and you're taught, you know, you get a job, you build a family, and that's the stereotypical American dream. You work for those things. Mm-hmm. But to realize that when you're sitting in a mirror and all that stuff is shattered around you, and you go, you know, I'm really miserable right this minute because of that story. <laughs> However, what is kind of standing outside of <clears throat> the windshield of this truck right now looks like and feels like it's going to be so much better. Well, nearly 30 years ago, I'm sorry for laughing. However, I have that right because... Almost 30 years ago, I walked away from my life. I was so miserable. I literally walked away from my life. And I ended up changing everything but my name. I had to find the source of my misery. And that's... During that time, this is when I've discovered everything. This is how I've learned to teach people what their life purpose is. I don't, you know, it's like you said. If anybody told me I love these podcasts, I'd say you're crazy. If I've had... Uh, I've had the struggle with the imposter syndrome because I have so much wisdom that, you know, people are like, how do you know that? Or what, you know, it's like, I don't know. I just know, you know, right. And you, and it's like, the only proof I can give you is how I can change your life in this. (laughs) I don't have degrees and things, you know, I have a, Associate's degree in business, and I've owned businesses my whole life. But this is different. Like now, I understand life, and life is only made up of energy. You only pay attention to your energy. You need to have your energy in a place where you can respond with love to any situation in life. And when you can do that, and you can understand your energy and how you feel, you can create your true your path to true north very easily. But you have to do it based on how you feel because it's the only thing that's true. I can definitely relate to that. And I can see where that shift within my own story first started. Mm-hmm. There was that moment where, you know, you're living in that, I'm the victim and everything is happening <laughs> to me type thing. And, you know, poor me. And then, you know, in fact, at that point in time, I was uh, going through one of my first readings of the meditations by Marcus Aurelius. And you get to that point where he's saying that exact same thing. And then he turns around and he challenges it and goes, you know, honestly, it's really not that bad that all this stuff is happening to me. In fact, it's fortunate. Because nobody's going to endure these things in a way that I will. And nobody's going to gain the things that I gain out of it. Mm-hmm. And for me, that was not only a true connection to myself and true and true value and worth that cannot, can never be stolen from me. Right. But it was also this process and this walk of kind of like mending my heart. Mm-hmm. That's all it's about is... We're here to we're here to heal our souls. We have lessons to learn. And everybody's down here on earth. Busy, busy, busy. 
human doings, not human beings. It's all about how you're being, not what you're doing. You know, everybody talks about their life purpose. Your life purpose is not what you do. It's the energy you do it with. And when you open yourself up to this energy and follow that joy, you end up doing something exactly like you were talking about earlier. Or what I'm doing now is, you know, empowering others so they can go empower others. If you had told me this 20 years ago, I'd be doing this many interviews, the books, and I, you're whacked. But yet, as I've learned to become open and understand energy and follow the path, it leads to a life that's so exciting. It's just, you can't even describe it. And that's where I'm finding myself now is, you know, when I put out episodes of this podcast and I get the hits that I get and through the work that I've been doing, it's so humbling to realize that, you know, I walked this journey for a reason. And there, there's a purpose. Oh, you're so right. It, it reminds me a lot when I think about it in hindsight, the old uh, Lakota story of finding purpose where there, I can't exactly remember this, the guy's name, but he goes through life and he's kind of just there and nobody, uh, nobody really cares. And that makes him feel kind of, you know, outsized and shunned and he ends up heading off to the woods and hunting and hiking and learning all these different trails and pathways that nobody knew about. And when he finally came back to camp one day, all the men were gone off on a hunt or a raid or whatever, but there was another tribe that was coming in to raid them. And all that was there was a few old men and the women and children. Obviously they were, they were fit for the picking. And what saved them was the fact that this guy knew enough trails that nobody else knew about to get them to high ground and be able to protect themselves. And in the end, he earned a new name. They had renamed him Good Trail based on the fact that he knew all the good trails and the trail that he walked individually led him to this greater purpose and greatest, greater mm -hmm. reason. Yeah. You know, when, when we get out of living in expectations and get into the present moment, you can energize it and it becomes a catalyst for all of your power and all of your potential. And it brings to you this peace and harmony and a knowing, a knowing that's amazing. And you get to you get to live life understanding that everybody's on their own path and they're perfectly right where they're supposed to be at this moment. It may not be a vibration I want to be in, but that's okay. There's nothing, nothing wrong with them. There's no right or wrong. Everything's just a vibration. There's no logic. Everything's a vibration. There's no rationalizations or rational lieizations telling ourselves story to make something work. You, when you come from that place of energy, you end up in places that are surprising yet very beautiful, right? Oh, absolutely you do. 
you know, you end up walking down that good trail. And in the end, as you throw your cup into the stream to pick up some water, you realize, you know, as your cup overflows, you can share this with other people and it becomes something that, oh, oof, so true. It's something that empowers you. And that that's kind of where I want to shift things to a little bit because, you know, your book and all that and all the work that you do, I feel like really kind of sings to that guy or girl that's sitting in their truck looking in that rearview mirror going, this is a failure. You know, I've had everything crash down around me. How do I change and shift? <laughs> How do I find my true direction? I'm the guy. Um, you know, life is confusing. And we are not taught to acknowledge the universal, what I refer to as the universal side of life. The universal side of life is the whole part of it that's not physical. It's all non-physical because everything's a vibration. So even though it's non-physical, the vibration's there. Like the universe just runs on a vibration. You know, when you start to understand that, you start to understand how important it is that you're at a vibration that can respond appropriately. And as I've examined it, and believe me, I can take you down this rabbit hole pretty deep. But ultimately, there's only two emotions. There's love and fear. That's it. Love is in the non-physical. Love is created by your heart. Fear is in your physical life, the reality that you see in front of you. And it's created by your mind and your ego. And it's created to protect you. There's no fear in the non-physical. It's impossible to create fear in the non-physical. You can get into the vibration of fear, but it comes from the physical. So just understanding that means the acronym for fear is that false evidence is appearing real. False evidence appearing real. Because it's coming from the physical. So... What's the story that's creating that fear? That's what the fear is good for us to see what the story is because you can't have an emotion without a story. You can't have one. So there's some story there. The more you go back and take a look at those stories, you'll see how some, a majority of them don't support you anymore. And with energy being just a vibration Energy is always in a state of replenishing, gaining, or being used, right? It's one or the other. Right. So these stories eat your energy. These stories block you from expanding your energy. You can't expand them when you have negative energy going. You've got a block going on. Does that make sense? And yet they don't serve you anymore. 
and we there's just we all have all kinds of stories i mean i could go into so many case studies of all the different people around the world i've worked with of <laughs> these stories just completely controlling their lives and they they aren't aware of it no see i can understand that because i spent a lot of time out in the field and a good percentage of that is just sitting down and turning the stories off, watching yeah. what, come, what comes in and out of view. They, and, they sure and how, aren't going to serve you out there, are they? Right, exactly. And when you do that, you really start to see how the flow of energy and how nature really works. You know, there there is that primal sense of fear in order to protect and keep everything alive. However, inside of that feeling of fear, there's no story that no stops them from moving. That's you know, they, that that type of fear is responsible fear. Right. Right. It, it I'm not, I'm not talking aware. about fear of where you may be threatened. And when you're in nature, that potential is always there. Fear I'm talking about are the stories that just come from the stories. And when you quiet them down, then you become one with nature, don't you? Absolutely. You do. Absolutely. You do. Yeah. And it gives you that opportunity to see, even though there is that element of fear about what's around the next corner, there's still the strength and the ability to go ahead and go through with the daily course of action. Mm -hmm. Is it an element of fear or is it a curiosity? You know, I think you can look at it from both spectrums because you mm -hmm. get the, the fear aspect. You can really see when you're standing in a deer stand all day and you see the way that a deer comes and, you know, they end up sp uh, spotting you and they dart out of the out of the vicinity. However, that curiosity, you can find that exact same thing, because mm -hmm. let's face it, a lot of a lot of the time we're afraid to turn around the corner, but. There's something that pulls us around that corner. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And nine, and nine times out of ten, being pulled around that corner is something that's going to advance the story that you're living. Yeah. It's it, it's actually um, advancing it is a nice way to say it. I I say it brings more clarity which gives you a bigger foundation to work from. Right. You have a greater level of awareness. And, you know, the more I think about it, as you walk around those corners and it brings that clarity, it also gives you the ability to change the verbiage of, yeah. the, sto of the stories that you do tell yourself. You have to. <laughs> if you don't change the verbiage, you're going to be in the same place. And that's where a lot of us tend to get stuck. Mm -hmm. So speaking of, of verbiage, what I promote are using words that, I, I the simple way for me to say it is words that can't be described in the physical. Okay? For instance, 
If I say money, you know what money looks like. Of course. That's in the physical. But if I say abundant, what does abundance look like? I think that's a word that gets kind of thrown on top of whatever it is you're looking at. And abundance is only a way of being. Abundance is a non-physical word. It's a matter of energetic being that will then manifest into the physical. It's like love. What does love look like? That, I think, is another one of those terms that gets put in within the context of the situation. Exactly. You, you Love, we don't know what love looks like. Love looks like whatever way it manifests in the situation from the energy. Right. right? So, you know, when, when I talk about abundance, okay, when you're in nature, you're bathing in abundance, you're bathing in the magnificence and glory of what the earth is, right? Absolutely. Yeah. It's all energy. It's all about the energy. So um, there's just so, there's so many words like that. If you use those, you use those words then to expand energy rather than being attached to an expectation in the physical because the definition of disappointment is when expectations meet reality. <laughs> That's disappointment. But when you have intentions and you're embodying the energy of what, what's going to be created, then everything turns out great. See, the, the part that I'm getting really curious about is how this ends up getting applied. You know, how anybody picks up the conversation and gets intrigued enough to say, Hey, that could work for me. How do they begin to shift and make those two, those things work for them to tap into that energy? Well, look, the, here's the way they make the shift. They have to take a look at the energy that they have in their life that they don't like, not other people inside themselves. <laughs> There's if there's energy outside of you that you don't like, you're looking at yourself, by the way. You're looking in the mirror. So go to the energy inside you you don't like and go see what the story is. You know, like I work, I can give you so many case studies. I work with a client, very successful financial person, okay? Works in the financial industry, very high up. As a child, he hired me because he thought I was kind of crazy and he, he was a skeptic and he's like, Oh, I'm going to play with this guy for a little bit, but I blew his mind so fast because I showed him. It turns out he was betrayed when he was young by his dad. His dad didn't know he betrayed him, but he took it that way. And it hurt him so much that he protected him against betrayal and he just started seeing other things as betrayal. And he had this deeply ingrained in him. So the work he was doing and handing off and other people were processing, he would never trust it would get done. He was hounding their ass every day. But he didn't know why. He just wanted to make sure everything got taken care of. He was being nice. 
But when he started to see, he had to do that because he had a deep-seated betrayal issue in him. So now, anything that comes up that even remotely looks like that, he pauses and he gets a real gets real clarity on the situation, so that he's doing it with the right energy. And what that's done is before he used to argue with the processors to get uh, applications and such approved. Now they love him and they do everything they can to put, get him through for him because <laughs> he's, he'll call him and say, Hey, I just want to see if you have any questions. Can I help you? He's not worried about betrayal. He just wants to be a service. No, everything's cool. Or what about this? And he has a relationship with them now where before it was all about him and his fear of loss of them screwing it up. Let's see that right there was the exact trail that I was hoping you would choose because it is that idea of, you know, when things are going on in your life, you're not happy with, you've <laughs> got a hand in them. There is something that you're doing that's bringing that energy. It's not responsible. Life. Right. You're a hundred. You're, you don't have a hand in it. You got everything in it. And if you don't have everything in it, then you're a victim. And if and you're a victim, if you're a victim, you have no power. And in order to have that power, you've got to look inward. Ownership. To find, right. Mm -hmm. To find where that, mm -hmm. where that crack in the fence is. And then you're able to, to zone in and like with the example you gave, mm -hmm. you can shift the energy because you bring balance back to your own circle. Excuse me. Mm -hmm. You bring <clears throat> balance back to your own circle. You get back in energetic alignment. Right. And that's, you know, that right there is the most important aspect. If you're going to build a foundation to go forward and toward your true authentic purpose and direction, mm -hmm. building that foundation with the ability to trust that you can go inward and find these things and well, explore how to change them is really the root of it. If, if you're willing to ask the question, the universe will always bring you the answers. And you move, you know, people ask me, <laughs> this is funny. <coughs> I saw the phone with a woman yesterday and was talking to her and she was telling me about the problems outside of her. And I explained the victim or power, right? And she was like, wow. Like that changed your life right in that second for her, right? And then in the conversation, she asked, well, if I work with you coaching, you know, how long does it take to get results? And I looked at her and I said, well, are you a victim? She said, no, I'm powerful. I said, well, see, results are instantaneous. Once you make the choice, you get the instant gratification. You have ownership of it. That's how fast it happens anything it's just up to you to write your new story say okay we're going to create a new trail here we're going to go down a new trail and that's you know another beautiful way of i feel tapping into that idea that the pin is within the pin is in your hand and when you take ownership of it you know the the story changes Mm -hmm. And it becomes a much more beautiful 
path to walk oh. until, until the end. What's, what's magnificent with it is with, I want to tell you something. This is an, an interesting fact about my coaching business. Okay. My average client, anyone that works with me, it's a 90 day minimum and I have no contract. Okay. My average client stays with me for three and a half years because the expansion potential and the power is so awesome. They just want more and more and more access to it. And we can just accelerate that. In fact, I have three clients right now that have been with me for more than five years. One that just left me was with me eight years because of this expansion. Like the, one of the fellows working with me now is in a Fortune 100 company. His whole life has changed. But what's amazing is when you understand and you make these choices, it changes everybody's lives around you too because the energy is that powerful. It's not from you telling them what to do or what you think they should do. It's from them modeling the feeling they're getting from you that they want more of. There's no logic in it. And that sometimes I feel that lack of logic can be the stumbling block for some people. And then when you finally <laughs> nudge yourself over that block and you get your feet back on your ground, you realize that there is a whole different world of opportunity out there. Look, logic is not your friend. Your head is not your friend. Your head is a tool that you use and you use a little logic to figure out what you're going to take care of next. That's it. Do not let it make decisions for you. Use your heart. Your heart always tells you the truth. You just sit quietly, close your eyes, take three or four deep breaths and ask your heart. And it's amazing how quickly it responds. Well, you know, that case, that case study, I'll give you another one real quick. A fellow I worked with, he was bullied as a kid. And he was a smaller guy and wore glasses and was bullied as a kid. Every day. And then finally, I don't remember. I think he said it was in the sixth or seventh grade. Might have been the seventh grade. Finally, they started bullying him again one day and he dropped his book bag and wailed, right? Not even sure who won the fight, but they didn't bother him anymore. And for him, one of the greatest accomplishments in his life. But the truth of the matter is, he was still peeking around every corner. He was still afraid about what, what, what might be waiting for him around the corner. And this was affecting every area of his life. It completely changed his life once he got that awareness. Because then it's just choice. I can definitely, I can see that. I can actually relate to that because, you know, there there is a lot of that walking through life with that fear and that anxiety. Mm -hmm. And then you have a day where 
maybe it's not as strong and you realize those things that I was so afraid to do looking around that corner I can do them today tomorrow I can make that same choice to whether the anxiety is there or not I can still mm -hmm. look around that corner pretty confidently mm -hmm. so as we come toward the uh, end of our time though I got this one question that I hit everybody with at the end now that you're warmed up from your journey, <laughs> from your journey and the adventures of your experience, hit us with some words of wisdom and something to inspire us to go forward on. You have a special purpose. It's a purpose that's very unique to you. If you go through life without becoming aware of this and beginning the search to get clarity on what it is, you will have really missed out on life. The best part of life is everything you can't see. It's just what you feel. And your feelings will always tell you the truth. And your feelings are the only way that you can connect to another human being you can't connect through stories you connect through the feelings through your hearts we know sadness we know joy we know love but there's different stories associated with all of those things so focus more on how you feel <clears throat> excuse me i love that i love the way you put that together and you know, I think the most important thing to cap that off with is life is short. We don't know. Yeah. We don't know when it ends. So stop wasting the time. Every that you, moment. Right. And so start precious. living now. Start living for it now. Yeah. Everybody talks about money, money, money. And the funny thing is when you ask them, would you rather have time or money? They all say time. So it's just, yet we don't create that time we can create it in every moment to have that connection more meaning more purpose more fulfillment more passion it's the fabric yes. of life and that's one thing we all need to do a better job of is being a miser of that one non-renewable resource mm -hmm. so the last thing i got for you is you got to let people know not only about the book but also where they can get in touch with you and what you got coming up. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, let's see. My website is true life purpose. Now true life purpose now.com. Uh, Bill Heinrich. I'm on all the social media channels, LinkedIn, Facebook, personally and business. Uh, my books. Uh, I, <clears throat> I have two books, one on Amazon, the seven levels of truth. A Direct Path to Your Life Purpose. That's on Amazon. Or if you want a signed copy, you can go to my website and order one and I'll sign a copy and mail it to you free. Uh, everything in that book is what I use in my coaching. It's everything. So it's the best place for anybody to start. I have another book, Clarity Has No Story, is the name of that book. And that's available to you free. You can download it at myfreebook.me. Myfreebook.me. It's all about me, M-E, 
myfreebook.me. You can get clarity as no story. Uh, and what am I up to? I live in an RV. I'm in Las Vegas. I'm on my way to Albuquerque. I'll be in set, spending the summer in Vermont. That's <laughs> that's beautiful. That that is like the way to live right there. You know, you talk. We talk about the idea of putting the story and the pen in your hand. There's no better way to do it than live on the road that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, I've enjoyed it. It's been three and a half years. It's gone by very fast. Surprisingly well, fast. Oh, I, I know what you mean. Well, I'll tell you what, when you get to Connecticut and beyond, we got to catch up and uh, share some of those stories as well. Cool. Let's do that again. I'd love to do that again sometime. I've really appreciated being with it's, you. It's been a blast. I, I greatly appreciate the time. Thank you very much. I said. All right. That is it. That is all. That is the end. We've reached the end of yet another edition of Project Mindfully Outdoors. I want to thank Bill for taking the time to sit down and share his wisdom and insight from his journey. You know, it takes a lot to listen to that little voice inside and follow the whisper of the wind that takes you from the light that you knew into the unknown and out on the adventure of, well, a lifetime. You know, it's something that's inside of all of us. We question periodically is this all life has for us? But yet we refuse to explore the reality of honestly the way that the magnet pulls us. And a lot of the time it leads us away from going north. And if you think about something as simple as a bird's nest, as you can see if you're watching this on video and if not, and you're listening on the podcast when I discovered this during the work over the weekend of launching Operation Lending a Hand and I uncovered the bird nest perfectly the way that it is with the egg in there if you think about you hatching out of that egg sitting inside of this little nest wondering what else is out there but feeling like it's too scary to adventure and discover what's out there. Think about the little bird that actually hatched out of this egg and spent the next few weeks in the nest until finally instinct took over and caused that bird to fly. And on that note, we're gonna go ahead and call it a day. So, as we wrap this episode up, I want to thank you one more time for joining me here today and along every footstep of this journey. And until next time, my friend, get out there in the wild, because that's where the stillness and the adventure lies. And when you return and you settle in, swing over to projectmindfullyoutdoors.co and sign up for the newsletter because it's jam-packed 
full of not only tips and tricks for the concrete world, but also that wild one out there. So until next time, we'll talk soon. <laughs>